Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Black Pill Radio Show. I'm your host, Mr. Tyler. And today our topic is talking with actors who are starring in web series. We're going to talk about the different web series that they're a part of. We'll also get into some of the short films and film projects that they're involved in or have been involved in. And we'll also give out some advice and tips for people who want to aspire to be actors and specific to web series for anyone who wants to act in a web series, produce or direct a web series, what that's going to be like. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves. We have six panelists on with us today. Um, They're going to introduce themselves, tell us very briefly what the web series is that they're starring in, and then we'll get the show going. And we're going to start with Mr. Emilio. Good morning. My name is Emilio Evans. I star in the web series called Makeup and Breakup. Um, what the web series is about, it's basically about the trials and tribulations of, well, it was six main characters, if I'm not mistaken, initially seven, seven main characters, and then we kind of branched off and the cast expanded a bit. But it's about all these characters and the trials and tribulations that they face in their relationship. And whether they can make it through those trials and tribulations or not. Excellent. And I saw the web series is very good. Miss Ashley, we are coming up to you next. Hi, everybody. My name is Ashley Antonia Lopez, and the web series I'm representing is hashtag love my roomie. And it's pretty much about three late bloomers, social bloomers, trying to understand themselves and just this crazy roller coaster of moving to Brooklyn and what does it mean to be a woman and just the relationship of all that stuff. So, yes. Thank you, Ashley. Sounds wonderful. Next up is Mr. Keith. Uh, good morning. Keith, we can barely hear you. You're going to have to speak up a little louder. <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's good. That's can great. you hear me now? Okay. Yes, yes. I got my headphones on. Okay. Yeah, my name is Keith Keys. Uh, I'm um, currently filming a web series called uh, Trouble Man Mercy. Um, the first two episodes are going to be uh, it's premiering uh, in about a week from now. And it's about a, about a guy named Walter Mercy. He uh, lives alone and divorced and has a troubled relationship with his son and uh He's very difficult and complicated with the people that are in his life, and um, we're taking it uh, one episode at a time. Sounds great. Miss B. Danielle, you're up next. Good morning. Um, I am B. Danielle Watkins. I am the star and creator of the Reverie Original Series 3030. And 3030 is a digital series about two best friends who are lesbians who live in Las Vegas who are trying to figure out life after 30. Sounds wonderful. Next up is J.S. Harrington. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I'm J.S. Harrington. I'm actually representing the web series Talk With Myself. We uh, tackle issues on black love, uh, self-love, mental illness, um, and just confidence about yourself and dealing with relationships. Multiple Sounds stories. Sounds good. Excellent. And last but not least, Mr. Tegan Rose. Yes, good morning, everybody. I'm Tegan Rose, a star and creator of Wade's World, the series. And Wade's World basically follows Wade, who's just made 30 years old, and him and his best friend are basically on this crossroad of deciding if they can actually uh, create a successful relationship and just really ask the question, can men and women actually just be friends? So my first question is going out to Emilio, and I want to know when you – decided to be a part of the series or when they offered you a role in the series as an actor, what were you thinking about going into this series? Right. Cause it's a web series and you know, a lot of people want to be in the movies, big time movies, big time TV series, but web series, I believe is like the new thing. I think 
digitally. That's where everything is going with the streaming services. And I think web series is mm. going to be a big part of that. It's going to take over. But as an actor, what was your thinking um, when you were going to be a part of the web series? Were you thinking like that or were you thinking something different? My initial thinking coming into the web series, I was, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was very skeptical because because web series are like like you said it's it's, a, it's almost like it's a new format pretty much and at that time um a lot of the web series that I was familiar with they just weren't they weren't of great quality so I didn't know what to expect when when I when I was casting it and uh got started on it but um it turned out a lot better than I had expected so yeah my initial thoughts was it was it was a lot of doubt because I, I just didn't know what what to expect of it. I didn't know the, what the quality was going to be or anything like that. But I'm just very grateful that it turned out a lot better than what I saw in my mind. So how has being on the web series helped you as an actor? It helped me a lot because my initial training was in theater. So, you know, being a theater actor, uh, it's you're taught to be big and expressive and on camera you have to be more more subtle and 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 it's more intimate and being on camera so much because of the web series it's it's taught me a lot about how to be in front of the camera and and have those little moments and and not be so you know big and boisterous and expressive you know you can kind of make it smaller and intimate and it's basically teaching me how to be in front of a camera and how to adapt to things changing on the fly and things like that. So yeah, that, it's helped me a lot as an actor. So I, I saw the web series. I'm anxiously waiting for the next season to come out. It's a very good web series. I think you guys should all check it out. It's called makeup and breakup. Um, go to Instagram, go on YouTube and subscribe, hit that bell, do all those good things. Cause we definitely want to support um, web series. And one of the, one of the key things about this panel is we're looking at black and Afro-Latino actors who are starring in web series and creating web series. And that's something we as a community definitely need to support. I know some of the quality of some of the web series aren't up to par, um, but even when the quality is bad, sometimes the story is good. Um, so you know, we definitely got to support where we can. So I'm going to move the conversation to Miss Ashley. Um, what was it like for you? Um, auditioning and or being placed into this web series? What was the process like? So the process for me was a bit different. So I, I go to Pace University. Well, I went. I went to Pace University. I'm a graduate. And the director, the fabulous director, Jamordia, um, pretty much she went to the graduate program of the actor studio and literally me just being like, hey, how are you? Let's be friends. Literally that's how it happened. And just literally my charismatic personality brought us together and she was like um you know years past she was like can you audition for um one of the characters and i was like yeah and literally just because of me knowing her and us having a great relationship to an extent made her want to ask me so it was i was lucky <laughs> so was that your first acting project um, I would say for film specifically, yes. So it's very similar to like um, Emilio. I'm very much of a theater actress, so I'm I'm used to being on stage doing comedy. Um, I I did Three Fifths, which was an um, off Broadway um, production, and that was like my most professional one. But with um, like film and web series, that was my first experience. All right. So for those actors out there who don't know, it's Definitely about who you know, networking, and the relationships that you build with out there um, with the people who you meet and run into, go to school with, grow up with, um, and that's going to carry you a long way. But at the end of the day, you still have to have talent. Um, nobody's going to cast you in a project if you're not capable, um, regardless of the relationship. Um, but it's mm -hmm. interesting that you guys coming from a theater background. I'm going to move it to Keith. Keith, do you have a theater background as well? And what was your process for working on the web series Troubled Man Mercy? Keith, are you with us? Okay. All right. Oh, Keith, 
I think Keith is having some telephone difficulties. Keith, if you want to drop the line and call back, you can, and I'll, I'll plug you back into the show. I'm going to move the conversation to J.S. Harrington. Um, same question for you. Do you have a theater background, and what was your process like um, getting involved in a web series that you're working on? Well, actually, I do not have a theater background. I actually tip my hat to everyone who does have a theater background because theater is so much harder than film, um, sidebar. Um, I was actually – I'm just a natural artist. Um, I come from a family of artists. I have family that are in, in film, uh, stage, music, painting, you name it, we do it. Uh, I just happen to know a lot of people who know that I am talented and gifted. And a friend of mine told me, say, hey, look, someone wants you to audition for something and looking for a role and think you'll be good at it. I auditioned for it, and then baby bobby the boop, I'm here. So um, <laughs> um, I have a love for all of it. Um, as far as going into web series, I, I, too, was skeptical because I'm a perfectionist. I do photography as well, um, and I'm a, I believe that certain things should be done right. So when I look at things today, especially when we're talking about entertainment, everyone is looking for an instant fame. You know, everyone wants to be a star. Everybody wants to be this. And lacking mm-hmm. talent, you know, so a lot of people get into things without having that kind of background. Um, so I was always skeptical about what, I, what kind of projects that I get in, involved in. But, naturally, but luckily, excuse me, the universe blesses us with the kind of people that we are. So I'm always attracting talented, gifted people. So my director uh, is awesome. You know, like I was blessed enough to work with great people, you know what I'm saying, talented people who are actually into the arts and have a passion for it. So we just get together and we just have a ball. So I'm actually grateful that it happened. So your web series is very unique. Was it hard auditioning and, and playing that character? Um, you know what? No, it was not. Um, the only thing I found to be hard was for me to get over my insecurities. Um, this was actually the first time that I actually took a step into getting in front of the film, in front of the camera to be in a professional web series. Um, I've done things like when I was in the Academy of Music at uh, I started in Aida, but I wasn't. I had a non-speaking role. It was an opera, you know. So I've been doing these stuff since I was a kid, and always just had that kind of personality. Um, but I was a little nervous to try to channel in a character. But luckily, my character, his name is Bryce, um, is kind of similar to my pop. So I was able to channel my dad to fit this, fit this character. So I just had to get past that. So I just said, just be yourself, pretty much. All right, so. Sounds good. So we're going to try to get back to Keith. Keith, are you still with us? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. So, Keith, the question for you was, do you have a background in theater like some of the other actors do, and what was your process in landing the role for Trouble Man Mercy? All right. Uh, I don't have a theater background. What I have is a live stage performing background. I used to be a stand-up comic. I still am. And um, I got into uh, film like 18 years ago doing background work. And then uh, it led to doing principal work. I took acting lessons, went to drama school. And um, about the series that I'm doing now, uh, actually when I wanted, I thought there was going to be an audition for the the part because I thought the character was going to be a supporting role. I didn't know he was going to be the lead character. So that was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, you know, I get a chance to play a lead character and what's supposed to be a series. So um, basically I've done many different projects like other web series as well, playing supporting or day player and stuff like that. But in this particular, in this particular case, I get the chance to play uh, the lead character and so I'm doing my best to try to, you know, give him a persona that people can, you know, that will get people talking, hopefully. Excellent. So I'm going to ask Ms. B. Danielle slightly different question because I know not only are you actors starring in the series, but you also a part of the series as a producer. Um, so tell us what the experience is like of casting yourself in your own project. It's crazy casting yourself as yourself because when we created Thirty Thirty, the concept was to base it loosely off of my best friend and I. And as we were discussing it, we couldn't see casting other people to be us, casting other people to live through and pretend to go through the things that we had already done. 
So it was almost like for me, I had already acted in some smaller roles, but she had never acted, period. We had to turn around and become actresses and portray ourselves as caricatures of ourselves. So that was intimidating. Though, you know, we know who we are, we aren't our characters fully. So we had to be good really fast because we didn't want to be those web series where you watch it and be like, that is horrible. Why they they can't act? That's terrible. We didn't want to be that. So we had to go through the acting classes. We had to go through the acting boot camps. We had to do all these things to immediately become actresses. That's a that's a tough process, and then you guys are starring in it as well. Now, are you directing this or just producing it? No, so I produce, write, and star in it. I actually brought in one of my other best friends who's a um, director in Jersey. We bring her in to direct us. Got it. Excellent. So let's move on to Mr. Wade. I'm sorry, Mr. Tegan, who's starring in Wade's World. Um, you are also the creator of the web series, and you star in the web series. So same question, similar to Danielle. What was that process like in casting yourself in a project that you're directing? Well, the process with me um, with casting um, casting myself out here in Los Angeles, I'm sure y'all can relate in New York as well. You go to these auditions, and it's about 50, 60 people in the room that look just like you, you know, and you're just basically mm-hmm. trying to figure out how do you stand out? How can I make something happen? And it's almost discouraging a lot, <clears throat> a lot of the time. So what I had to do was kind of figure out, okay, I know what I can do. I know what kind of roles I want to do. I know what I see myself as. Let me create this project around myself. So um, that's basically where the whole idea of just creating something for me to star in and, and my, my friends as well to star in as well, too, because I have talents and friends. I'm like, we're all talents, and we're being looked over. What can we do? to to create something together. And so, you know, it's just all about linking up with people who are around you and, and and making something happen. So it was pretty easy for me in terms of casting myself and the people around me, but just because I knew, you know, I, I reached out to friends first. So were you using this web series as a way to promote yourself as an actor for future projects that you yourself were not going to be directing or producing so you can, like, get work or did you really want this web series to take off and have multiple seasons? Right, exactly. I really wanted it to take off and have multiple seasons more than anything. To me, um, I feel like we live in a world with the Issa Rays and Giants and things like that where where we, it's shown that the web series space can be more than just the web series. Now you have HBO, you have all these different um, big channels looking at web series to pick them up and develop them and whatnot. So my goal in the long run was always for Ways World to kind of go to a bigger platform besides just the web space in the, in the, in the great scheme of things, definitely. So some of you guys talked about how some web series are not greatly produced and the, the lack of quality. Um, some people were skeptic, skeptical about them, but now you guys are starring in them. So I want to ask Emilio, um, what separates your series from other web series? And I'll, preface this by saying a lot of the web series I see online is that sh- that are made by black people is that street shoot 'em up gangbanger kind of style of web series or it's like the romantic comedies but and that's fine if you want to produce that but what separates your series that makes it different from the others I think I think what ultimately separates our web series from a lot of the others is we have a great director and writer in Eric who knows how to craft stories that gets people to engage, I guess, or to, 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 to really want to tune in. And on top of having Eric as, you know, the, the anchor for that ship, um, we also have a great cinematographer and Kevin Spence, who is very detailed with his shots and, and, and setting up the shots. And so, like, they're just very meticulous when it comes to making sure the quality is 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 good. Um, and I think that's what separates. And, and and you also mentioned, like, you know, the gangbang, shoot 'em up web series. I think that's also another thing that kind of separates our web series from that is because um, a lot of the web series that I was familiar with, Prior to being cast in Makeup and Breakup, it was those kind of web series, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with those web series, but it's just, it was kind of like, 
web series that it, they just wanted to bang them out so quick that the quality just it wasn't up to par to me. So, yeah, I think that's those are the things that separate our web series from um, a lot of the other ones out there. Excellent. Ashley, same question for you. Um, what do you what do you believe makes your web series unique and different from some of the other web series that are out there? Yeah. So first of all, um, hashtag love my roomie. Majority that you're seeing are women. I feel like, sadly, even still today, the women women of color specifically as well, are, their voices are not really being heard. And um, of course, we have men there, but. We're really focusing on women relationship. Also, another thing that I feel like even still today a lot of people don't talk about, mental illness. Um, So I feel by having all that together and also having young females uh, just talking about life, talking about the struggle of being an artist or even getting money, um, (laughs) it's just real. And I just love this web series that I'm in. Okay, and I'm going to move it to Keith. Um, I know you had a short experience shooting on a web series, and I know the web series is not complete yet. Um, is this your first web series? And if so, how, how do you feel being involved in it? Uh, it's not my first. Uh, I've done another web series. Uh, it's titled uh, uh, Tales of Brooklyn. That should be released in, uh, probably later this summer. And uh, I've done another one called... Um, the five stages, but this one particular one is where I'm involved in a number of episodes because, like I said, I'm playing the lead character. And um, this series is a comedy uh, that I'm doing, which is what you know keeps me involved in it uh, because there's always something new in each episode. It's like we don't really have, from so far from my own perspective, I don't see a storyline just yet. So every in each episode, there's always a new, there's always something different, always something new. So we have another five episodes to go. So uh, it's like I'm taking it one one shoot at a time. And uh, and it's just, for me, it's like a ride right now. So that's the most I can tell you. And I'm going to go to J.S. Harrington. My question for you is, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think the web series deals with homosexuality a little bit. Um, and yes. if I'm correct on that, what is that? How has that for you in playing a character who's like that? Well, for me, um, in my real life, you know, I'm a black gay man. Uh, been out since I was the age of 15. So it was just always this natural for me to be who I am. Um, to be that character on film, I always felt that um, in 2018, it's kind of hard to say that something is, you know, new or, you know, we're tackling certain issues when it's just everything is out there digitally. You can, you have access to everything. So it was just so much easier now today to actually step into that kind of role when you've had so many things that come before us that had made people comfortable with homosexuality, at least being comfortable enough to watch it on television, on a web series. So for me, the transition was just being myself and just easy. I felt it being no problem at all. Do you feel the the web series you're a part of is trying to knock down doors or set new new uh, levels when it comes to a gay web series, or do you think it's not even about that? It's more about the story and just putting out some work. I think that uh, doors have been knocked down already. Um, I believe I'm a kind of person that believes that things have been um, tackled. It's just about what people are accepting. Um, so there's been many titans, many greats before us that have already opened the door, paved the way for us to be able to express ourselves. So now what we're doing, we're just really just speaking on these issues that we should be speaking about naturally. Things that, you know, like mental illness, you know, things, things homosexuality, you know, keeping secrets, stuff that and if you ever grew up in a black home, you know, things you just don't talk about. You know, so now we're just making it a little bit more normal or as it always should have been normal. Does that make any sense? You know, we make things so more difficult than what they really are. And with this series, we're just making it like, hey, this is life. These are things that happen. There are multiple stories. It's not just homosexuality. Let me just be clear with that. You know, there's there's heterosexuality, heterosexual people in this uh, in this series and and there's gay. So there's life, you know. It's just making it that conversation, making that topic just the normal. 
so people are not afraid to talk about these things. Got you. And the web series is Talks With Myself, right? Yes, sir. All right. So you guys make sure you look that up. And Keith's web series is Trouble Man Mercy. So make sure you guys take a look at that. Emilio didn't mention his on the last time he spoke, but it's Make Up and Break Up. And we know Ashley's web series is Love My Roomie. So we're going to come to B. Danielle. Her web series is 3030. Um, similar question. I know you're dealing with the lesbian aspect of things. Um, are you guys trying to kick down some more doors, set some more trends or barriers, or is it really just about the work and the story? Um, as Ashley was saying earlier, it's very rare to see women of color on screen being normal not being portrayed as these stereotypes, especially lesbians. I remember watching these different television shows, not web series, but watching TV, looking at black lesbians saying, I'm a black lesbian and I don't look like that. She scares me. What the hell is that? You know, so it was one of those things where, and I'm coming from the YouTube culture, so I'm coming from where now there are all these lesbian web series and what we're considered is the lesbians. So I'm coming from this space where all these lesbian web series were being created and they were all telling the same story. They were all telling these dramatic, extra dramatic, extra just over-the-top stories of what our lives truly were. And I'm blessed that I am on a network and so that I was able to separate and become the first and only black lesbian show on this network. So what we're doing is we're separating the not the necessarily the reality, but we're taking what the truth is and making it comical. We're making it okay and relatable because what they see on screen is just two women going through life. We happen to be lesbians, but there are different things that happen when you're dating. There are different things that happen within friendships. There are all these different things that on the platform that we're on, we are the only out of everything that's happening. I mean, a lot of it is very male-driven. So what we're doing with 3030 is bringing, a pl- bringing ourselves to a place where it's okay to be us and it's okay to watch us and nobody is intimidated by it. Excellent. So, Mr. Teagan, we're coming to you next. Um, what separates your web series from other web series that are out there? What separates my web series from others that are out Ways World is basically, I think another interesting aspect about Ways World is me being a personal trainer in my actual real life as well, too. I wanted to take some of those experiences because there are times I'm sure we all think when things happen to us and we're like, damn, this should be a show or something like that. Um, there are a lot of things that I deal with or I have dealt with as a personal trainer. Um, and I thought that that would be really interesting to put on film, just things that happen. And so with this character, we see things that go on from him dealing with the struggles of building his gym up, losing his gym, and things like that throughout the season. I thought that was just an interesting aspect. Aside from the best friend and the love relationship, you just have this whole aspect of what's going on with this guy business-wise from being the bottom of the bottom to actually rising up. And I think that was just interesting to, to kind of see in the, in, the, in the aspect of everything. Excellent. So, Mr. Emilio, um... When we think yeah. about black cinema and we're thinking about web series and the direction that the internet is going, where a lot of people are cutting their cable subscriptions because they're just streaming services and the internet is what that's all about. Um, we have the ability with the low cost of uh, filmmaking equipment to create our own stories. Um, do you believe that black cinema will really become a big thing? Um, similar to like the seventies where we had a lot of black exploitation films, which kind of was the big thing. Um, a web series kind of in that pattern where we're going to be the big thing when it comes to the internet now, now that we have the ability to compete. I, I definitely think that that is the case. I think um, with us, with us having the ability to create our own content and, and, and express our voice, our voices in a way without someone over us controlling it. Um, I do feel like we're we're definitely going to be in that space where web series for black content creators is going to be, you know, the big the next big thing. Like you said, like uh, black black exploitation films in the seventies, or mm-hmm. even when you, or even when you look at like when you look at the the like the nineties, there were a lot of like a lot of black content 
black popular black content that was out at that time. So I feel like we're we're with web series we're definitely going to reach that space uh where where um yeah, where we're definitely uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um we're definitely gonna reach a space where our content is gonna going to be uh valued, I guess. Um and in a way and the that, next yeah. I'm sorry. And the next question would be, how do we monetize that? Because we're pouring in our own money and resources to finance the seasons. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we, we need to see a return on our dollars so we can keep putting out the seasons. We can't keep doing GoFundMes and Indiegogos and yeah. stuff like that. Right? At some point, we, it needs to be self-sustaining. Um, so do you have any ideas of how we can accomplish that? I mean, I mean with, with with a lot of this content, I mean, the hope would be that it gets picked by a streaming service or if you can, if, if it's popular enough and you have the right resources or you know the right people, you can get it on a, on, on a service such as a YouTube red or, 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 or an Amazon prime or something like that. Because like you said, at some point you have to see a return on your content, what you're creating. So um, I feel like if it's popular enough, that can definitely happen. Like a lot of the web series um, that are on the, the that are on the panel today, I'm not sure if all of them uh, have started yet. But some that are on today, some that are out there, they have the subscribers, they have the base. So it's just about getting it on a platform that you know can expand that. Got it. So actually, I'm gonna ask you a little different part of that question. Still dealing with the finances of web series, um, as actors. Um, can you make an income working on web series? Is that realistic if they're not picked up? And we talk about how to make money. Like, how does that work for actors who need to think about, you know, I have to have a day job, but I still need flexibility of time to work on the web yeah. series so the web series can be what it needs to be? Well, it, it all goes back into the producing, you know? Like, as actors, it's always hard. Um, uh, because we're always questioning, okay, am I just going to do, you know, acting and whether I receive finance to with it? You know, yeah. what else can I get out of it? A reel um, or, you know, networking. But for a web series, uh, whether it's um, doing, like, whether it has a lot of fans or not, it depends on the producing. So the producing side, they have money and they have a budget, and, and they, you know, they they find times like okay here you guys here's your um here's money for all your hard work, but the sad part is that it's not sad completely. But the what I'm trying to say is the reality is a lot of web series it creates context a content in the sense that people can create new things, and sometimes you have to just jump into the pool and hope for the best and just hope that as time progress there'll be money funded into the into the web series so then I can be cons- um have money and and but again to be an actor you can't always think about the money sometimes you have to just love the the art of it amen exactly amen That's true. You know, these days, a lot of producers and directors are casting based off of reels. And in order to have a reel, you need to have some content of something you've worked on or just produce your own reel so people can see your work. I I know Keith Keyes was cast strictly based off of his acting reel. That's why he didn't have to do an audition uh, for the web series Trouble Man Mercy. Um, But with that said, you know, we still want to be able to to make some funds. So I'm going to ask Keith a different question, and I'm going to ask J.S. Harrington the same question. For web series, in order to be viable in in the market to try to make money, is it necessary for us to have web series that last like 30 minutes an episode or 60 minutes an episode? Mm-hmm. Or can we continue to do the 10, 12, 15-minute episodes and still be viable? Um, just an opinion, Keith. What do you think about that? I think 10, uh, 15 minutes is uh, if you have something that grabs people's attention. 15 minutes is that's enough time right there because as a stand-up comic, you know, when I've done contests and those quick auditions, if you don't make that audience or those judges laugh within that one minute, you're finished. So it's the same as for a series. 
And one of my one way I think a series might grab people's attention is if you uh, submit them to maybe festivals. I, I don't know if that will work, but that's an idea. But to go back to your question, I think you know, fifteen minutes is 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 enough time, especially for a web series. And then if it's picked up, then it can expand to the thirty minutes and sixty minutes uh, that uh, we normally would watch when we're watching Netflix and stuff like that. Because some of the thinking is like when people want to produce a feature film, but they don't have the money or the budget, they might shoot a 15-minute or 20-minute short, and then it's so amazing it could get funded to be what it needs to be in terms of a feature film. So I think the 10-minute, 15-minute episodes can work in that context um, as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, JS, a little different question because I know the web series that you're a part of is on a platform where you have to pay to view it, whether it be renting it or buying it. I don't know if you know the back end of how that all works, but um, what's your experience like being on a project to where it's not readily available on YouTube or Vimeo or anything like that, but people have to rent it or buy it? Um, Is that helping the project get out there? You know, I'm actually, the project itself, um, for me, I'm a little different, right? So I'm one of those artists where I don't watch my work. Okay, I am super nervous to watch myself at, on screen because, again, I, I kind of look at myself as a perfectionist. So if I'm not confident in myself, I won't watch it or do anything because I just get nervous to even hear myself speak on, on, on film. But I'm so comfortable in doing it. Like, I'll do it in a heartbeat. So I don't know if that's if – to answer your question, I don't know if it's, if it's helping the show because people still talk to me about it um, by paying for it. Uh, that's, that topic has never come up. Um, but I don't tune in. I go, I work, I, I, I act the character out as best as I can, and then I go back to trying to perfect my craft. Even in my art as a, as a photographer, I don't follow other people. Like, you know, I'm not watching them. I'm just trying to be the best that I can be because I'm so, I feel that every artist is unique, and, we try not, and I try not to be like anybody else. Um, but, I, but what really leads me to the word passion when you do things for the passion, no matter what you have, no matter how you have to pay for it, or if it's stream, if it's free, or if it's on a platform, whatever the case may be, if you're doing it for the passion, something good of it, is, something good is going to come out of it, you know, no matter how it is. So with this particular series, this is we're going into the second series with this story. People are tuned in, people are watching. Paying for it doesn't really mean anything, you know. It, it helps, or it's about the passion. You keep putting the passion into it. You love what you do. It's going to work out no matter how. It, how you have to have it done that makes any sense yes it does got you got you 100 percent miss b danielle as a writer director producer actor um you are on the business end of things um so what has it been like financing your web series in terms of crew cast and then how are you getting that money back um or do you want to get the money back in a sense are you just trying to put out some work What, what is that thinking like for you well, for season one, I financed thirty thirty myself. So I just worked. I cashed in some of my four hundred one k. I did everything I needed to do to ensure that the season would be produced correctly. Um, with season two, the network paid for it. So luckily, all these thousands of dollars that I was coming up with, I didn't have to. I have a network that steps in and says, "Okay, this is what we need for production. Let me see your budget. Let me see what you need. Here's the money. Make it happen." Oh. Okay, um, so everybody's going to want to know what that network is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're on Repri. We're, um, my okay. our streaming service is Repri. With that, you know, people do have to pay for a subscription. So in our contract with them, we make money based off of different tiers and different amount of views and all these. It's so many different ways to make money. But at the same time, you have to have a certain amount of viewership to make a significant amount of money to even make back what I spent last year for season one as we move into season two being released this year. So on the business aspect of it is if you were, if you grind, because everything is about the grind. So if you go in and go hard for what you know, you go hard for what you believe in, because the reality of it is for season one, the network didn't push us as we feel they should have pushed us. But at the same time, we went hard for ourselves. So our Instagrams, all the stars, all of us went so hard 
that we finished 2017 as the number two show on that network without their backing like that. Congratulations. Going into season two, season two, now they kind of see like, oh, yo, they kind of important, right? So now they're putting more into it on top of what we already have going. So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at with season two, we if we go the way we went last season and and, and they didn't turn around and match our grind, thirty thirty is out there as it is. It's going to, I mean, the re, we ain't gonna need all that extra, you know. It speaks for its own. Um, and it's very important that the crew and cast promote the web series, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> follow the Instagram pages and things like that. I think it's important that right. actors have social media pages because you have to promote the project as well. Hopefully we don't have a Monique situation where people want to be paid to promote their own projects. Um, on a small level, like what we're doing, like everybody got to pitch in for it to be successful before we can start paying people to promote the project. Um, right. so that, that's really important when you talk about the social media push. Um, so I'm going to come to Tegan. Same thing. You're the producer, writer, director, actor starring in it. Um, what are you doing to, to push your projects um, to get the word out there on a social media level. And I want to deal with the money a little bit. Um, How do you finance your projects? Okay. So the first season, me and my producing partner, Erwin Daniels, we we produced the first season. Um, And one of the big mistakes that we made in the first season was we made enough to, we, we budgeted enough to produce the season, but not necessarily to promote it. So what happens is you put it out there, and it's just kind of like, let's see what happens. And granted, the numbers were cool, but the issue was we didn't necessarily go above and beyond. So this go-around, what we've been really focusing on is really getting the marketing um, together. We've also teamed up with a few advertisers, like a few neighborhood uh, companies and things like that. Um, There's a popcorn shop down the street, Paparazzi's. They wanted to venture joint with us. uh, You'll promote it. We'll give you money kind of thing. So we kind of have like a, a a promotion situation going on with certain companies as well too in the web series and that's what we've done with season two is kind of linked up with a few people in addition to that we, we're trying to like come up with events and little things like that like little premiere screening fundraisers and things like that to help raise money outside of that Irwin and myself we basically have uh financed this whole second season out of our pocket but in teaming up with other people and other businesses and stuff, they've also been able to kind of contribute to take some of that slack off of us. Excellent. So I want to come back to Emilio. We're going to deal with some acting questions. So as an actor, are there any roles and characters you personally wouldn't play or take? Um, and if so, why? Mm. There isn't any role that I wouldn't personally take. It just has to it has to make sense in the confines of the story for me. Like if it's just if you're just making the character a thug just to be a thug, then it's just like yeah. Then it's like nah for me. Like it, it like it, it. There has to be a, a deeper underlying. Uh, reason or motivations for why this character is the way that it is instead of just doing it just to just to do it like i've always i've always tried to avoid those 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 roles where they try to fit us into this this box of like thugs and gangsters and things like that because we're more than that we're much more than that and it's it's if it's not done in a in a tactful way that services the story, then for me, it's just like, it's, it's pointless. I don't see the point in, in taking on those kind of roles. Okay. Same question for you, um, Ashley. Um, is there any roles and or characters you would be uncomfortable playing? Yeah, I pretty much. I completely agree with Emilio. Like it's the same thing. Cause it, it depends on the story. If, if, if I'm going to play, let's just say quote unquote, ghetto girl, there are typical a Latina it has it has to have an arc. How am I changing? Or it has to serve the purpose because now we know based on all these new web uh, TV shows that's coming out or even web series, people of color they're having a different face, which is a story. They're being seen as an overall human, <laughs> not mm-hmm. just a stereotypical person. And and mm-hmm. one thing that I'm happy with 
hashtag love my roomie is that the director slash writer slash everything Jarmordia, she created a face in every single person in her web series, and that's what's awesome about it. So I'm just hoping to continue finding roles like that. So I know for females, a lot of times you guys may struggle with scenes that have intimacy or nudity. Um, and I know for the men, they struggle with scenes that where they might be playing a gay character if they're not gay. Um, so how do you feel about that? So for me, okay, so like women, we still, doesn't matter based on your, the color of your skin, you know, it's this concept of slut versus being a saint. And for me, it's it's more, I will feel comfortable being nude if I have, a reputation of being a great actor, and it's not going to taint me in a, in a sense. That's my fear. I'm more willing to kiss a woman, or the, I have no problem doing that, but just e- just even showing my breasts or just my body, it's just the fear is always being sexualized. I want to be seen as a person, as an actor, as a person who works. I don't want to just be focused on my sexuality. Exactly. Got you. Some people may see that a little differently. Um, some people see it as acting. That's the character. That's the role. That's the particular project. Yeah. And that's what it is. And that's how that, that character is. Um, so some people play the role because she is a person who's sexualized or he is a person who's sexualized on that particular project. That's not you personally. And, and some people see it that way. And I see you see it a little differently. That's cool. I'm going to bring it to Keith. I know in the Trouble Man Mercy series, you had a couple of nude, intimate scenes with a couple of different characters. Um, what was that whole process like to you, and, and how did that make you feel? Um, it was not weird or anything. It was just, uh, you know, part of entertainment. You know, I know it's a scene. Uh, it's part of uh, getting into character. It's, um, you know, it's either, you know, either you do it or you don't do it. You know, and um, as long as it's, you know, like uh, one of the scenes that, well, most of the scenes that we did were, were going for laughs. So that's why, you know, I was I was okay with it because I understand what the scene is about. It's about going for laughs. So it's not, we're not doing anything that would make, supposed to make us feel uncomfortable. Um, as far as, uh, as far as those scenes. Um, uh, getting to the question that you said, um yeah, for me, it doesn't. It, it didn't bother me. Like I said, again, it didn't bother me. Uh, like I said, it has to be something that has a story to it. You know. Yeah. Got you. So, JS, I'm coming to you with the same question because I know your content's a little different. Um, yes. What was that experience <laughs> like for you? Uh, well, see, thankfully, my mother and father raised me to be very open and uh, free with my body. <laughs> um, I have no problem with uh, skin. A lot of people are uncomfortable with skin. I understand that things can be overly sexualized, and, and then you lose the story behind it. Um, and my director, he, Roger, he's always saying, okay, listen here, Jamal, I might need you to be this way. I might need you to show this, or JS, excuse me. My name is Jamal Sharif Harrington. Excuse me, everybody, but I go by JS on screen. Um, so he says, uh, he asked me and I'm always saying, there's no problem. I'm cool with that. I'm comfortable with it. As long as it's tastefully done, because that's a part of life. I think in life, we have to understand that we are sexual beings. Um, mm-hmm. we are, you know, there are things that they're violent. There are a lot of things that happen that, you know, we, we kind of act like we, it's, it's sensitive subjects because of our own insecurities, how we feel about ourselves and how we want people to view us. But I feel like when you're mm-hmm. comfortable in yourself and you're confident in yourself, you make the right decisions, and you just you, you just you just do it that way. So when it comes down to me showing skin or having to be in a scene where I have to show my behind, you know, I'll, it's okay because that's a part of life. Now, it's not porn. You know, we're not out here just being naked, just to be naked. But it's just that's just a part of life. You know, that's your skin. You know, that's just that's the human body. So and stories can't be told without something being a little sexual. So sometimes you might have to show a little skin. Just as long as it's tastefully done. Some people are pervs and will write a terrible story and have you just be sexed all day. But here we tell a different story where it's like, you know, we're dealing with real issues with, especially in, in the gay community, we're sexual beings, period. Um, and, you know, so we deal with issues in this particular story where, you know, 
we have to be intimate with each other. My character, for instance, has secrets where he may have been in porn or he may not have been in porn. You know, who knows? You got to tune in to watch. But it's like there's things that he keeps a secret, my character, and, 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 and it's now all coming out to light. So we're just, again, touching on those topics and it's making it more comfortable, making it the everyday because it is the everyday for people. Just some people a little bit more private than others. Got you. And the web series is called Talks With Myself. How do people find it? What's the website for that? Omniprotv.com. Okay, got you. And we have a resource page on our website, so all the, uh, all the links and all the social media stuff will be on our resource page. So if you guys didn't hear it on the broadcast, couldn't write it down fast enough, it's fine. Just go on the resource page tomorrow, and all the links will be up there so you guys can catch all the latest web series and the social media pages that are associated with those web series. Ms. B. Danielle, I'm coming to you with a similar question. Um, sticking with the same community, what's your What's your uh, opinion about intimacy in film? Does your character have any of that? And where's your web series 30 for 30 going with that as well? With us, because it's a sitcom, um, things come off a little differently. So we're modeled off of like living single and Martin and those type of things. So sex Mm -hmm. is always implied but not shown. So even in season two where there's a, there's an episode where I have to wear all this different lingerie, once I get through changing all them clothes, you really never see what happens between us. Next thing you know, like the covers come off and it's over. So with us, we're going to maintain that idealism. Now, my movies are something totally different. But as far as the show is concerned, we'll keep it PG because that's what we want. And and that's great for the family out there who's listening. We have a lot of different content, um, and some of our content is PG. Some of our content is rated R. Um, some of our content has some nudity and sexuality in there, and some of it doesn't. Some of it's drama. Some of it's comedy. Um, hopefully, we get some horrors in there as well, and, and that's what it is. So I want to go to Tegan as well. I know your character is a fitness trainer, so I'm sure you're showing off the body a little bit, giving a lady some eye candy. Um, do you have any romance in the web series as well, and how far do you guys take it? Uh, yes, we we definitely have a little bit of romance in there um, this season. Um, it was just important, especially dealing with relationships. I just felt like that that was a natural thing for the characters to happen. I didn't want to just throw in um, just a sex scene just to have it, but it just felt like it was a natural progression. So there are some 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 things that happen in, in a tasteful uh, matter throughout the season with, with with characters. So that is definitely something that we did do this season, which is something we didn't necessarily get to last season. But uh, that is something that the viewers will see for sure this season, for sure. Is that something that the viewers requested, or is it something you gravitated to and evolved into? That's something we gravitated in. The story got more evolved into. It just felt like that that was the next thing, um, and it, it – when you see the season, you'll you'll understand what I mean. But that it had to happen, and there was no way to kind of work around that for sure. Got it. So Emilio, um, I want you to tell us yes. what's next for the web series because my aunt, I got her hooked on it, and she's waiting for the next <laughs> season to drop. So she was she was going on, and hopefully they treat you better in the web series and make your package a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, I'm, I'm hoping the same thing, Tyler. <laughs> Tell us, tell us what's going down, what the viewers can look forward to during the next season. Uh, what viewers can look forward to in the next season is basically the culmination of everything, because if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is going to be the, the third and final season. Um, and I'm just going based off what I remember Eric telling me. Um, but, yeah, I think this should be the final season. So I'm, every what everybody should be expecting is um, – you know, you're basically just going to see how the rest of these characters' arcs play out, and, you know, it's going to come to an end. And I, I agree with you. Um, I just hope my character, like you said, gets a bigger presence in this package, a little better than, you know, uh, the last season or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's what you can look forward to, just everything being wrapped up this season. Got it. Miss Ashley, what can the viewers look forward to for the season that's coming up? whether it's current or it's about to drop, um, what can we look forward to seeing? So I would say for sure um, we just uh, got accepted to the Hip Hop Film Festival. 
so they can expect seeing um, our our web series premiere there. Also, we got uh, selected uh, to the Glow Film Festival, so also that's going to be there. And also just... Thank you, thank you, y'all. Yeah, um, and just just to be prepared for laughter, for gun wrenching, and just more laughter, just just everything in life. <laughs> so, what what platform is the series on? Because I don't think we can see it on YouTube. I think it's on a private server. No, no, it's actually is it, it is on YouTube. Um, it it is on YouTube. Um, it's so you can go on Yaw. So Y H A uh, with the accent, right space production exclamation. Um, but um, yes, um, you can just so it's gonna um, you, you can see season two, but it's gonna be a release on fall this fall of 2018. So everything is gonna be there. All right. So love my hashtag love my roomie season two comes out this fall. Um, I'll put the link up on the website so people can catch it. So let's move on to J.S. Harrington. Um, the next season, when is that dropping, and what can we expect? Uh, we're working on the next season right now. Um, I just actually came back from Los Angeles to come back to start working on it more. Um, our director, Roger, he, uh, he surprises us with the script. Um, I can tell you you can expect some drama, uh, some, some emotion, especially, but, you know, there's like, we're surprised when we get the script and uh, through email and have to read it, you know, right before we're not right before we get ready to film, but enough time for us to study the script and then go film. Um, so he like creates it as he goes along. He's such a genius like that. Um, so you're going to expect a lot of, like I said, drama, emotion, uh, uh, you know, and maybe a little, you know, more, more love, stuff like that. You know, I, I still have to act and tune in myself to figure it out. So join me on that journey by tuning gotcha. in. And, and the series is Talk With Me, Talks With Me. Uh, B. Talk Danielle, with 30 seconds. Talk With Myself, sorry. B. Danielle, 30 seconds. What can we expect on the series 3030? Uh, for season two of 3030, it's crazy. Uh, all the stuff that we get into, if, you, if people thought season one was funny, season two is out of control. Like, it's just a whole nother level. The episodes are longer. It's, it's the, season two is definitely a step up from what we did with season one. And season one was amazing. And Tegan, same question to you. So for you. Um, so season two of Ways Road, first season we did was two years ago. I wanted to take the time and really uh, built the story, really make sure it was done right. So season two, you're going to ex- expect a great production, expect good action, expect a great storyline. Uh, basically, just everything amplified. You're going to have drama. You're going to have a comedy. You're going to have romance. Just all those good things. It's just the perfect dramedy series. You're going to love it. Um, that's what you can expect from season two for sure. And that series is Wade's World. And the last series we've been talking about is Trouble Man Mercy. Oh, you you welcome. The last series we've been talking about is Trouble Man Mercy, and that's starring Keith Keys. Um, just full disclosure, I'm the writer, producer, and director of the project. Keith Keys is our lead actor in the project. Um, the project is going to be premiering Tuesday, July 10th at 9 p.m. <clears throat> July 10th at that's 9 it. p.m. So that's you, it. Right. So, that's so you guys can see that as well. Um, and then we're going to have a trailer for what we shot for the rest of the season so you guys can look at what's coming up. Um, and it's a really dramedy series, a lot of comedy in it. Keith is great in it. It's very funny. I want you guys to follow our YouTube page and follow our Instagram page because we just posted it up yesterday. Um, so we need to start building our followers up so we can start promoting the, uh, the film and the project that's going to be coming out. Um, Keith, I just want to thank you for being great on the project so far. Working with you is really cool. <clears throat> and I'm glad you're comfortable with with all the sexy love scenes I put you in with the beautiful ladies. <laughs> well, we're going to have more right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Keith is done with all his romance for season one. We shot all that first, got that out the way. Um, so now we're going to be dealing with the drama and the comedy that's going to be going around in his life. And it's dealing, like Keith said, with a man who's in his 40s. He's divorced. He's a single father. Um, and he's complicated. He's controversial. And I wait for the 60 seconds to kick in. And you guys um, need to check it can, out. 
Can I yeah. say something real quick? I, I messed up. So, hi, guys. It's Ashley Antonio Lopez. So, real quick, just wanted to say that um, Hip Hop Film Festival is going to be in Harlem August 3rd. Um, Gold Fest is going to be in Hollywood. Um, if you're in L.A., that's going to be the second week of August. And um, second season of Hashtag Love My Roomie, the trailer is going to be on um, YouTube, but the actual premiere is going to be at a different place. Um, be ready to be uh, for it to be revealed. Just wanted to say that. Thank you. I got to cut you off. I got 20 seconds left. Ashley, we will post it on our website and our resource page with everybody else's information, the actor's information as well. If you want to work with the actors, we'll have their social media information on the website so you guys can follow them. As always, support black media is is very important. Um, And I want to thank you guys for being a part of the panel. I really appreciate you guys. I look forward to working with you guys in the future. Thank you. And I will talk to you guys, my audience, in two weeks. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.